Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Keeping the NBA playoff conversation going here the rest of this hour before we turn it over to football in hour number two here on the block brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. I'm Austin. He's Strick. Uh, Strick, I, I just saw a thread on someone that I've been pretty anti recently based on his style of play. Um, I don't think either of us liked uh, the acquisition of this player for this team. Mm-hmm. And that's Russell Westbrook with the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. But to his credit, Russ made the play of the game to to seal that win against the Suns. He locks up Devin Booker from the perimeter. He gets the block. And then as Booker looks at the ref, Russ takes off, saves it, uh, inbounds off of Booker to give the Clippers the ball. Incredible play by Russ. There's still something in the tank. But I saw this thread that, to me, highlighted all the good and all the bad of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So Russell Westbrook, in that game against the Suns, shot 3 of 19 <laughs> – <laughs> How hard is that to do in an NBA game? Shoot three and nineteen. Oh, uh, for Russell, it's not that hard. <laughs> you know, I, I I look back and I remembered when they had their big three: Young, Durant, Harden, Westbrook, and even three and a half with Ibaka. He was a monster. You know, yeah, in his early years, right? Mm-hmm. And then you throw in Perk. Okay. <laughs> Um, young Perk was okay though. He was good. He was all right. Um, but when I look at it, I'm reminded of Kyrie Irving now and Luka Doncic. The only difference Hmm. is you still had two alphas. There's no question that Kevin Durant is still an alpha. He's an alpha. He's a quiet alpha. Mm -hmm. He's a, he's a do it by example alpha. He's not a rah, rah alpha so forth in your face and, you know, talking it, he just goes and gets buckets and leave you with 30 by the time he walks out the building, right? Westbrook, I'm remembering when it was game time moments. And I always could say that Russell Westbrook could either shoot you in the game or shoot you out of a of a series had a little Adrian Martinez to him that way. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he was one way or another. He was either going to be the best of the best. There was no seemingly in between, uh, or he was just going to do something that you were just going to be like, what the did what's going on here? Right. <laughs> and that's why I think it's, it's kind of weird. I, I knew this would be weird for them, but I, I thought his assist numbers, um, his defense, um, his, putting pressure on in transition situations was still going to help that team. You know, it was going to help Paul George to not have to be able to handle and have to create. Would have going to allow some, him to be able to, you know, take time off the ball. Where he's uh, better. Where he's better. Uh, it was going to allow, allow Kawhi to be better defensively and focus on areas of his greatness and where he succeeds. And it was going to allow them to do things better as long as he – understood his role Mm -hmm. now he has to put up more shots because paul george is not there right so we understand he's gonna have to put up more shots they need they need him to try to be effective in some way or or shape Mm -hmm. and form so russ goes three of 19 do you care to guess who the last player to go three of 19 in a playoff game was um russell westbrook russell westbrook (laughs) as a washington wizard uh against the sixers just a couple years ago in that game against the sixers russ has 21 rebounds 
14 assists in two steals. In this game against the Suns, he goes 11 boards, uh, eight dimes, two steals, three blocks. That's phenomenal. Contributing despite shooting three of 19 from the floor. Next question in this thread. Who has the most games shooting three of 19 in NBA history? Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Not a rare occurrence for him. Okay. So, Russell Westbrook, in games, he's done it four times. In games that he's gone three and 19, they've won. His teams have won twice. That's crazy. Two of the four times. Yeah. Uh, League wide, when anyone else has shot three of 19, it's a loss. Their teams are 22 and 51. Yeah. Yeah. 30%. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all that tells you is that he he still has a lot in his tank. Mm hmm. Um, They figured out how to use him. Um, and, and that's a tribute to Teron Lou. Let's let's just be real about it. Mm-hmm. Teron in the early stages was still trying to figure out, you know, is it man? Is it him? You know, who? Which one is going to give us the best opportunity to win? I think mm-hmm. um, he's figuring out how to use him, when to use him, um, when he's going, even though he's not going. And isn't that crazy? That's an oxymoron, right? When he's going, when he's not, <laughs> not going. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he, you know, he may not be going in the shooting category. He's going to struggle there. Let's just be honest about it. He's not the same. It's who he he's been finish. his whole career. Yeah. He doesn't finish the ball as much as he used to be able to. Right. He's just, he, he, he still can elevate, but, you know, he's not like that same super athleticism that we used to see in his younger ages. He's older now, now. But he still can get downhill very quickly. Mm-hmm. He can still put pressure on you. He can still wear you out, put fit, be physical on the defensive side of things and make you know make it tough for you. And so that's where they're going to be able to use him. I mean, let's be real. Him and Kawhi are tough. Def- they, I mean, when, when, when Russell Westbrook wants to play freaking defense, he can. Like, he, that's has been his problem. I mean, he got into systems where they didn't – they didn't require that. Um, Toronto's not going to have that. You yeah. know, Toronto knows that championships are won by way of defense. Well, yeah, and he made that game ceiling play, which yeah. tells you he has it. So, aside from the three for nineteen shooting, let's focus on the eleven, eight, two, and uh, three blocks part. Since nineteen seventy three, when blocks are a stat, only thirteen players in NBA history have done that in a playoff game. Michael Jordan. Here's a list of those players. You have Russ, Jokic, AD, Giannis, Draymond. Uh, LeBron twice, Chris Webber, Hakeem twice, Oof. Larry Bird, Oof. Derek Coleman. Whoa, DCZ? DCZ. Mm. Ralph Sampson, Clyde the Glide, and Bill Walton. Mike didn't get in that one? Mike didn't get in that one. Wow. Clyde got in there, though. He did. Clyde, listen, Clyde Drexler, let me tell you about Clyde Drexler. Top 75, they, they, mm-hmm. they got him, right? Yep. Clyde Drexler was the most super right-hand dominant player I've ever seen in my life that no matter what, you knew he was going right, and yet you still couldn't stop it. <laughs> How that does that Clyde happen? Jack. That was Clyde Jack. Listen, <laughs> it did, if he put it in his left hand, he was coming back to his right, and he was going to stay right. And, and, and it didn't matter, but he still would somehow be able to finish and get the job done. I, I don't understand it. I didn't. I still the scouting point on uh, uh, the scouting report on him. I knew it verbatim. I can tell you still to this day, and I'm still surprised that he was able to get it done the way that he was able to get it done. Super right. I mean, <laughs> super right-handed dominated. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. So all those players I mentioned with the 11 rebounds, eight assists, and two blocks in a playoff game, mm-hmm. Russ is the only player to do it with fewer than 10 points. Dang. <laughs> 
Again, that's back to stat. three of nineteen. See, only, you're only going to get that on the block. Those type of stats is is that's that's my partner's uh, forte. And here's the best part about all of this strength. Yeah, struggling shooting, making an impact to other places. Uh, all these stats, by the way, all this research courtesy of the Elias Sports Bureau on Twitter. Fun follow. Um, they claimed it was the best clutch final minute of basketball in playoff history. Wow. Here's the, here's their here's their rationale. Since uh, 96-97, which is when they start their uh, play-by-play data, Russell Westbrook is the only player, again, the only player since 1996-97 season, to have an offensive rebound, a blocked shot, an assist, and go two of two from the free throw line within the last minute of an NBA playoff game. Wow. Not didn't hit a field goal, didn't wow. hit a game-winning shot, but made win- winning board, plays. Block, assist, two free yeah. throws. Winning plays. That's winning plays. Mm-hmm. Um, when it matters. In the same way that we talk about De'Arian Fox in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. he is the greatest clutch player this year in the in the clutch. One of the best clutch seasons of seasons all Seasons of all. I mean, listen, when you need a bucket, bucket, go to that guy, De'Arian Fox. Now, keep your eyes on Denver because Jokic has been struggling. You know, I mean, he's playing solid, but – you know, Jamal, uh, Jamal Murray and those guys are really filling on the voids for them and other guys are really mm-hmm. stepping up. I just don't know if they can they can go deep without Jokic playing Jokic type of basketball. Maybe it's maybe it's solidifying and moving him out of MVP contention uh, if he continues kind of in this, you know, mediocre way of, 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 of where he's been playing. Um, but I think a lot of team scouting reporters saying, his usage rate, his high by points, assists, you know, I mean, it's like over 60-something, 67-something percent of what they do Woo! comes through him, right? So I think teams are just saying, we're going to take him out of it. And, and you know, right now, Jamal Murray and those guys are starting to fill in. How long can that last? We'll see. Who's more important to their, their team's chances, at least in the first round, Jokic or Jimmy Butler? To the team's success? Yeah. Man, Jimmy Butler. Because – we know how far Jimmy Butler in the consistency of what Jimmy Butler does. He's one of the mid-range came him and DeMar, DeMar DeRozan are mid-range kings, right? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler's not a he's a streaky, not consistent three-point shooter, but He's he, wing rust. He's yeah. Yo, get your bucket. Uh he's he's a tough matchup. Um he's pretty consistent throughout the game and so much that he does. Um but when they made that bubble run, if it wasn't for Jimmy Butler, they, they don't get there. Mm-mm. Tyler Hero showed up too. Let's be real. Now, that's going to be the one to watch. How much Tyler Hero's absence is going to affect this team. Um, Puts a lot of pressure on Duncan Robinson. Yes, because Duncan Robinson actually played pretty well in the bubble that time that mm-hmm. they made their run. Um, Got him paid. But his scouting, his scouting reports is out on him. So if he hasn't elevated his game, changed, revamped, did anything, doing anything different, if he's still just stretch guy – He's not three and D because he can't D. <laughs> so, so what? What are the liabilities that are going to come out of Duncan Robinson? Is going to determine, I think, as well, who's going to fill in for. Uh, because if the if the whole load is on, you know, Bam and, and Jimmy, and Jimmy, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't know. I still think they don't have front court depth. Throw you, Donis Haslam, in the game. Let him get bucket. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, I still – that's going to be an all-time legendary performance from him in that last regular season game. <laughs> that, that, there's history. That's a historic moment, yeah. you know, definitely in, in, in Miami uh, history. Uh, it's definitely that. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still intrigued. 
I, I think I think the Hawks are done. I, they just. Okay. Um, I'm just. Why I'm still are the not, Hawks done? I'm still not sold on Trey Young. Okay. I'm still not sold on him. I think Dejounte Murray is he's, he's showing me a little something. Something. I just I'm just not sold on his leadership taking me deep anywhere with the style and the way that you know Trey Young plays. I just don't see it, especially against Tatum. The stuff Tatum's doing, bro. You know, right silly, now, silly, and you know they've they've just got so much depth. And and listen, Trey Young's going up against a juggernaut defender in Marcus Smart. So mm-hmm. it's going to be tough for him every night. Whoever they put – whoever Marcus Smart is going to be on is going to make it tough. It's going to be a tough, rough night. Marcus Smart is another guy that I think we will start to have the Russell Westbrook conversation about. He's not there yet because he doesn't dominate the ball nearly as much as Russ does. But there are games where he'll do that. He'll get in the way <sighs> – of Tatum and Brown, but they need him because he's such a good defender. He's similar to Draymond Green is for the Warriors because he's the heartbeat of that team in a lot of ways. And if he he hits three threes in a game, I would love to see the winning percentage Boston has because if he can stretch the floor just that much, that goes a long way. What, what, who has, who has been, he, he has this in him, but who has been, I think feeling that aspect for Marcus Smart as far as on the scoring side of things has been Derek White. I love me some Derek White. Boy, the stuff he did in game one, they they actually were looking for him. Like, you know, Derek White mm-hmm. was coming, he's coming through. Like if he can, if he, if Derek, Derek White, I think if he's one of the ones that can take them a long way. Do you if see he plays well? Do you see some of yourself in Derek White? A little bit, because I see a little bit of the outline where he'll handle the ball, he'll push a little bit, yeah, knocks down open shots, defends one through four, yeah, a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still think you beat Derek White. Um, I put I put Derek White on a block somewhere and give him some work. <laughs> that's kind of you know that that's where a lot of the stuff that I would. You know, some of the guards like Marcus Smart, I wouldn't take him down there because you know he's he's strong and pretty dangerous. Do you take Drew Holiday down there? Um, probably a little bit off the block with okay. Drew. Uh, not not give him um, because he's he's very athletic too. He's got good good spring. Uh, so the effectiveness on that, trying to put the ball down. I probably take him just a one one step off the block where I have one dribble to to a to anything at the rim or to a pass uh, against a Drew Holiday type. But those guys are great defenders, man. I I love the way they play D. That's awesome. Uh, That's our NBA playoff talk. We're going to start the football conversation in the shootout with Strick. Uh, NFL earnings. We only did the tiebreaker yesterday. I rephrased it. Okay. So it's clear. I'm going to lay that out there at the beginning. But the the highest paid athletes in the NFL, do you know who they are? We're going to get to that, and then we'll jump into some NFL headlines uh, and then some Husker football headlines as well in hour number two. But 15 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line. Uh, call now to play the shootout with Strick on the other side. 